0: what's going on everyone and welcome to the txr podcast this is episode number 139 i'm your host invader and of course it's certainly both a pleasure and a privilege having you all here with us this evening we've got a lot of stuff to cover tonight with all kinds of newsworthy items making the rounds over the past week but of course, before we get into all that, let me introduce everybody on the panel tonight. Megatron, bud. Hey, how you been the past week?
1: Been good, man. Been good. Been good. Ready to talk some games. A lot of news uh, over the uh, past
0: week. So let's go. All right. All right. Of course. Uh, Tim, hey, always uh, great to see you, man. How's things?
2: Good. Good. Happy to be here. Another week. We got a lot to talk <laughs> about. Fable, Perfect Dark. Yeah. Um, uh, the new game by Compulsion, uh, about seven other games, about 15 studios they're going to sign. Can't wait till
0: July for the for the show. Hell yeah, definitely. Yeah, lots of stuff popping up over the past week. Uh, it's hard to keep up with it, to be honest.
2: <laughs> lots of emails.
0: <laughs> no doubt. Um, all right. Jeremy, hey, how have you been the past week, bud? What's up? Mr. Canadian, how you doing? Well, I'm doing well, you know, uh, just uh, hanging out, being a uh, super cool Canadian, as you know. Sweet. Yeah, it's been insane here. We have probably everybody from every other state
3: coming in fishing. Oh, yeah. On the, on the river. So it's crazy right now over here. You like the Ozarks? <clears throat> yep. <laughs> They're not, I mean,. <laughs> Yeah, they could travel over here, but I mean yeah. it's it, it's crazy. People are just coming from all over fishing, and it's just thinking it, about
4: that show where they have like everybody come
3: out from all over the
4: country. <laughs>
3: <laughs> On top of that, I mean people are moving in here left and right, and especially uh, about probably about fifty miles away in Bozeman. I mean, there's the real estate here is through the roof, and people are just coming through. Uh, a lot of people moving in over here tons and i was talking to the post office lady and she was saying that during the last two weeks probably about 30 p.o boxes have opened up which is a lot you know a lot for over here so people are coming nothing
0: we could do yes yes definitely all right shock hey i hope you've been doing well this past week have you been able to play more of the last of us too
4: yeah, pretty yeah, been playing a lot of The Last of Us. I'm pretty good though. Uh man, that game is brutal. If you like man's best friend, you can't play that game. Like if you're really skittish about dogs like in movies or games like dying, like you you can't play the game, you can't get through it. You can't sneak around it. <laughs> like I I'm off top 1. Mm-hmm. Kind of felt bad about it, but then there's a, his owner with a leash because they got leashes. um He, he kind of got his arm <laughs> caught on fire. And then I just ran over and stuck a, you know, shiv in his neck. And it's just the brutality and just you could see their faces and the pain. They actually, like, animated in the, It's unreal. Uh, but I saw this one where this guy just puts a hatchet through the dog's <laughs> head. And I was just like, God. Ooh. <laughs> this, wow. I'm, I'm surprised PETA hasn't said a word like some of the because th- some of those videos are all over twitter
0: and i'm like jesus well if they but yeah if, it's a it's a fantastic game if they make uh, statements about animal crossing you know they're going to come for the last of us eventually <laughs> yeah but
4: yeah i think rand put it pretty good it's uh it's like the splinter cell we never got like, oh this, this gin like it feels like a lot because there's a lot of stealth uh that you have to really incorporate especially if you play on like a harder difficulty Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, after especially after running through the first Splinter Cell a couple weeks ago, it it feels like I'm playing it again. Especially with the, like the listen mode kind of feels like you're using like a night vision or like thermal or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know your talk is uh, speaking about because I have watched I've watched all kinds of uh, videos and commentary on it. And it, I do like the attention to detail on that game. It is. Well, it has some really nice scenery scenery to say the least some nice play spaces so uh, and then I, I know what you're talking about about the dogs too and the definitely That's lots cool. of visceral combat going on so shock
3: i haven't played it yet um would you say it's more of a stealth game or, or is more of an action game um i mean you can pretty much make it whatever
4: whatever you want it to be um i think early on we- just because i was conserving ammo but I've been running through it on normal just so I could beat it and not get spoiled. Like,
1: what game are you guys talking about? I'm sorry, uh, The I'm Last wondering. of Us. Wow. Okay, hey, it's key Control. I'm sorry, I, I got my. I'm like an octopus but back I, here. But I,
4: I think I'm gonna start using since I'm just burning through it on normal as quick as I can. Um, they give you way too many, too much ammo. So I'm like, geez, I can't even pick up half the ammo because you're mm-hmm. you can only take or hold so much. Um, so I mean, I've been doing it stealth, but I mean. It sometimes make it harder if you don't stealth it, but there's also I've seen some crazy videos where guys have put together or put together montages where it's like a whole like looks like a whole John Wick scene. I forget the uh, guy's Twitter account. People have been sharing, but you can do some crazy stuff with that if you really know what you're doing and can get the you know controls down where you can switch weapons real quick. But but there's there's just so much uh just so many weapons so many you can make it just full on blast action i you know i some some of the i, I think i post a video or no shoot i didn't uh <laughs> where like you're just you can take on like five or six people and just be in a shootout if you want um so it's all up to you just you can be creative how you ever want to tackle it it kind of gives you a lot of options kind of like a like hitman would maybe not to that degree but you can it's a pretty big hub small hub world so you kind of have you know your options available
0: all right all right uh definitely interesting um and centurion buddy hey what's new and exciting at your end
5: oh gotta get off mute there oh not much just been working a whole lot um playing a little bit of eso here and there also playing a little bit of disintegration but Looking forward to tonight's show. It's Sunday night and ready to talk games with uh, my fellow green-blooded brethren.
0: Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Good stuff, Centurion. Now, just before we get into the topics, a reminder that we've got a giveaway going on for a limited edition Cyberpunk 2077 2077- wireless controller and head over to our twitter account and look at the pinned tweet on ways on how to enter the giveaway ends tomorrow evening june 29th at 8 p.m eastern time so definitely get cracking on that if you haven't already uh oh and on top of that tonight we will also be dropping a game code in the chat at some point so uh, keep an eye on that it was generously donated by megatron so of course you know guys just uh keep your eyes peeled for that uh it's, you know, not, it's not
3: the division two right
0: <laughs> again no it's not the division two if it's I'm the, D- the if it's the two. dlc would you uh you know punish us
3: you never I'm, you know i'm never gonna let that up megatron You oh know, oh my that. gosh
1: it's hey it's a good game man it's a triple a game yeah game, well game. Game, i get
0: I give the guys in the chat uh, permission to go after Jeremy for that, so. uh. We did a special uh, promo with uh, Microsoft,
4: and we're allowing, you know, if you're a subscriber, um, you can download Saints Row 2 on Xbox Live this month, this next month.
0: Oh, yes. Oh, really? No,
4: no, that was a joke. We don't have any promo with with our okay, never mind. No one called it.
0: <laughs> Well I
4: heard it, but I'm like I was, talking about, I was talking about the next free games with gold yeah. like next month. I, yes, th- I thought for out. sure they would have already offered that game ages ago, but I guess I haven't.
1: It was a great try, shock.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that's that's the problem. Like their games with gold, you know, like that is a valid crit- criticism. They've kind of let that go to the wait side. With Game Pass mm. getting like all the good stuff, but mm-hmm.
0: no, definitely it, is. <laughs> it came it is. and went, and like
4: no one caught it. They're like, Oh, that was it, and then everybody forgot there was even games with gold anymore.
0: Games with gold, R.I.P. I, I do, eventually.
1: You know what? but with Game Pass, I do forget that you're right, though. I haven't really been paying attention as no as I normally would, though, because you know, normally I think they already have the games anyway. Now, just
5: weird. to kind of hype games for gold, because- I like it
4: because I keep those
5: forever i hear you yeah, it's great what were you saying Centurion? i was just gonna say the hype games for gold at least saints row uh the second one is an xbox 360 game and mm-hmm. all the basically xbox 360 and original games that they give you through backwards compatibility they're you're actually physically i mean well you own the game unlike with xbox mm-hmm. one games if you get rid of like you know the, your gold account Your Xbox One games you got through games with gold will stop working, but all the Xbox 360 and original Xbox games will still work because they actually pretty much give you the license.
6: Mm, I'm
4: still mm, picking myself. I didn't download the Dead Space trilogy. They gave away those for free too.
5: (laughs) Yeah, no, that's actually how I ended up with it.
0: Excellent, excellent games. Uh, You know, you always got to take a peek with games at Gold. Sometimes they offer crap. Other times they, you know, they give you some gems. So uh, always got to keep an eye on that. But okay, guys, we are going to move on to our first topic tonight. And Microsoft announced early last week that it is shutting down its streaming platform Mixer. Now, instead, they have formed a partnership with Facebook Gaming, and they will be transitioning uh, partnered streamers over if they choose to do so. On July 22nd, Mixer uh, sites and apps, they will be redirected to Facebook gaming. So guys, this is pretty big news coming out of Microsoft and Xbox. Tim, I'll hit you up first on this topic, because why did Mixer fail? Because a few months back, Microsoft was courting the biggest streamers from Twitch onto the platform. So this is a pretty big pivot back, in my opinion.
2: Well, I think at that point when they when they had signed Shroud and they shroud Ninja, that was the last last attempt. Ditch, that was the last ditch attempt to kind of reinvigorate the platform to get views. The problem uh, from day one with with Mixer or Beam at the time was it was dead last on the social. Uh, you know, watching video games. No, nobody. There was no views, and it, it never really gained any traction. If you look at the top streamers on Mixer, and you compare that to the top streamers on Twitch, it, you know, you compare their numbers, it's a joke. So basically, they knew they uh, they they had a problem, and they knew that they needed something that was going to be. Uh, You know, something that could work with xCloud to, you know, prop that up. And they realized after they got Ninja and Shroud that the platform just wasn't producing. So uh, for a while, uh, they had known, this has been known, that Mixer was uh, going to basically go down. And they had been in talks with Facebook, I believe, since the start of March. So, uh, you know, they basically tried it. They, they put a ton of money behind it. Uh, people don't know uh, that Satya was a big backer of it. Uh, he, he pushed it. He thought that was uh, going to be a way that Microsoft could have their own platform. But uh, they lost a ton of money on it, and they tried everything. And in the end, they could not get the views. They could not get the creators to gain traction. And they looked at it and they said, you know, we have xCloud. We're going to have to, you know, we're going to have to put it on something where, you know, we can, uh, you know, push it or elevate it. And Mixer wasn't the the thing that was going to do that. So that's why they got involved with Facebook. Um, Basically, they want to do the stuff that Stadia is doing with the uh, double-click You know, you basically go to Instagram and you see a game and you basically click on that link and you're connected to xCloud and you can actually play that game, buy that game uh, immediately. So uh, that's part of the bigger plan. It was a very rough day for Microsoft, a very rough day for Phil Spencer when it happens. Uh, You know, a lot of people were upset that he didn't tell people beforehand, but the problem is is that when you're in a multi- million dollar you know deal with Facebook and they want things quiet you cannot give people uh notice because they give them a
4: 30-day notice it's shutting down in 30 days it's that's the 30-day notice
2: yeah yeah, you you couldn't do that because people would talk and people would know so uh people didn't learn about it until the day of via tweets and uh, it was a rough day for Microsoft. It's another one of their products that uh, they are you know, putting the kibbutz on. Um, a lot of people will say, well, the Xbox is next. But the fact is, is that Xbox is making a lot of money for Microsoft, so uh, that's not going to be a problem. It was more of a platform thing. It was more of a creator thing. Even Ninja, you look at his numbers. When he was on Twitch, his numbers were about four times more than – it was on Mixer. He just didn't have the – for whatever reason, people just didn't like Mixer and they didn't go to it and – Well, Sony does oh, I mean, not know Mixer.
3: Yeah, it's not, it's not that they didn't like it. It's just – I'll explain a little bit. Yeah, I mean, so wasn't well, the Mixer not still know. on PlayStation? I, I
2: think if you have Creator – yeah, well, they even tried that. They they, they showed playing PlayStation games and – well, I mean, I don't think their, it was
4: on PlayStation. A lot of times people – No, no, watch it was
2: Twitch. Right, right. It wasn't on PlayStation, but uh, they they tried everything. They, they you know, they even had Xbox people like Stein play uh, PlayStation games like God of War and stuff like that. But you can't um,
4: do that on a PlayStation.
2: Right, you couldn't do it on well, the more consoles. so that the
4: platform. Like you can't use the mix. There's no mixer app to download on the right. on the PlayStation Store. Correct. So if I want to watch Ninja, right. then it's like, oh well, then all those PlayStation hundred million people that might only have a PlayStation, well, they're not
2: going to watch Ninja. Because there's no right. Mixer app, for whatever reason, rhyme or whatever, they just they couldn't get numbers, they couldn't get traction. And I mean, when we're talking about low numbers, you're talking about dreadfully low numbers. Yeah. And they were they weren't even close. If you look at the the you know uh, Facebook Gaming that came out uh, two years ago, and I think Mixer was three years old, it surpassed uh, Mixer within a year, and now it was like. It was triple what it was i mean i don't know exactly don't quote me but there is a you know you look at if you find that data you'll see mixers at the bottom of the bottom so that's my take uh, sure. it, was a, it was a tough time for xbox though
1: Did they always have numbers available for mixer to see like you know which platform was leading is when it came to uh
6: yeah,
1: uh, yeah I, so I never paid attention. i've yeah. never paid attention you know to you know, uh, any of this. I'm just curious. But um it was it's sad. It was a sad day for a lot of people that I know on uh Xbox that we know personally, me, you, Tim, down there that are uh that stream on Mixer and they put a lot of work into it. And um it caught me by surprise. You know, I would have never guessed they would have gave up, especially with, you know, them, you know, investing in ninja and the other person you mentioned to stream. Um and uh I don't know. I was sad. I was saddened by it. Cause I, you know, I do my little mixer stream when i have the chance to a uh, game and uh i guess um uh tough tough to get in in, in between doing business and um creating content and being a streamer you just kind of you know <clears throat> that part you kind of lose but uh i'm curious yeah to it see was definitely a good Facebook. platform
4: good quality mm-hmm. but just no it's hard to like break into like i think downers alluded to before you have those juggernauts that are twitch and youtube it's hard to it's going to be even hard for like Facebook gaming to even come close to those like total numbers. Yeah,
1: one of my favorite features was when you were able to take control. If someone was watching your show through Mixer, you're able to take control of your game while you were, while you were streaming it to me, that yeah. was like awesome. I don't see anybody doing that. That's yeah. It, but it but, uh, wasn't
3: at the end of the day, it wasn't enough, you know, social no. ne- social networking, uh, broadcast media, social media people are never going to leave their current platforms i don't care what you do mm-hmm. the sense of status and I, I spoke about this before 3 months ago again the sense of status the popularity you know the self esteem it brings the quest for likes follows subscriptions you know all the, all those things views heavily influences these these people include you know mixer was doomed from the start because there was no clear Distinction between Mixer and Twitch or YouTube. Um, No real reason to switch. You know, if I could compare it with something, you know, imagine building like this big old empire, right? Then starting from scratch all over again. You know, people don't want to do that. They don't want to put the work in again for what they've built. So in many ways, it turned into like almost like, well, I would call it an addiction. In, in in some, you know, in some respects, um, whether well, real you're a con- quick, real well, quick, well, whether just to jump
6: in,
1: you could. Yeah. I mean, then to entice people who hasn't started, you know, if you haven't started doing this, we always wanted to. Then why not yeah. start on a new platform? Maybe that's who they were trying to aim for.
5: You know, like I said, yeah. I, was a,
1: I was, and it was easy for Xbox fans. I guess you just but was all well, if you,
5: I went on After Mixer today to just look. I like. I think it's funny they partnered with Facebook. Everybody's going to Twitch. Yeah.
3: Yeah, But at the same time, like I said, what you said, I think there was no clear uh, difference between the two. And I think that's why people didn't switch. You know, you know, if you look at Facebook, that does something different as opposed to Snapchat and Snapchat does something different as opposed to Twitter. You know, so those those platforms are successful because it does something completely different. You know, and at the at the same time, when you look at Mixer, it, it didn't really do anything different than uh, that you couldn't do on Twitch um, or YouTube. So at that time, it didn't offer. It wasn't enticing enough for people to switch over. Um, you know, again, because when you when you throw in the social networking element, the you know the sense of status, all that stuff. Something that you work hard for, you know, it it takes a lot of work to get back. And I think that's the problem with people. But, um, you know, again, I think uh, the Facebook partnership is an interesting one. Um, (coughs) If they're using it, um, you know, Facebook, I think, has active users. I think it's like 2.6 billion active users per month. And it's the, sing- the single largest active uh, social media pl- uh, platform on the face of the earth. Uh, I think I think if people can, um, if Xbox can tap into that uh, with this partnership, I think um, it's to their benefit. But um, you know, as far as Mixer goes, they were bleeding money all over it. It was just better to uh, to close it down immediately, cut their losses. Um, you know all that good stuff. So I think um, you know if you, you have YouTube, which has its own set base already. You have Facebook, which has you know, like I said, two point six billion people using their platform monthly. Um, and you have Twitch, which a ton of people. Amazon. I mean these these you are also
4: have Instagram. So
3: yeah, and these are <laughs> massive, massive companies that can throw a lot of money. At, at the gaming industry at the gaming platforms. Um, and I think mixer just got caught up in it. I don't think they were they had the foresight in terms of exactly what they were going against because when you think about it you're talking about uh, you know a baby company uh, with like mixer uh, and then starting up from the ground up essentially going up against some some big names with YouTube Facebook uh, and twitch. And I think it was just dead on arrival. Um, yeah, they tried, but you know, like everything with Microsoft, they slow play everything. And I think by that point, it was too
0: too little, too late. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's um, yeah. I guess Microsoft expected way too much of the uh, Mixer platform. Like, yeah. um, they they didn't. In my opinion, like a lot of people here have alluded to on the panel, they didn't really distinguish themselves a lot from Twitch. People are just like, well, I'll just stick with Twitch because Mixer seems to be doing the same thing. So I'll just stick on the platform that I'm already established on, right?
4: Yeah, and Facebook was their only, really only option. uh, Google's not doing a partnership with them when they're trying to compete because they know the reason why they would be partnering with them would be the whole cloud technology. I I
3: think... But I think the this move with Facebook is a good move, and I think oh, yeah. you can reach you can reach more people through the Facebook platform. They could do different things with marketing. Uh, I think it's just a better move overall. You can you're going to have more people.
4: There's still a ton of uh, gamers and game like yeah. retro game groups that are on there that post stuff all the time. There's a ton of people that haven't mm-hmm. moved over to Twit or yeah. not Twitch but Twitter. There's so many people that all, most of my friends don't have a Twitter account. And they're like my age, like twenties, thirties. They don't have Twitter, and there's just a lot of Twitter does also doesn't. You can try to filter like graphic stuff, but I, I could be in work in the office and be just scrolling through Twitter. I'm like, oh, somebody posted some porn. You the know? first thing I heard, and I'm like, oh crap. I,
1: the first thing I heard about Facebook though, and that whole union, people were like. You know, nervous man. They were, you know, like they were worried about, you know, um security breaches and stuff. And mm-hmm. I don't that's, know that's every company back. deals with. Yeah, I know, but breaches. that was the first thing that I've seen people like the outcry, and then you know, people attaching their. If they Facebook have a cell phone, then they
4: life. they have no nothing to fear because like <laughs> their information's gone. Google, <laughs> if you use your Google Chrome, Google's mm-hmm. funding that putting that information when you go on Facebook. Then Facebook says, "Hey, you were looking at this." Item Isn't on Google. It amazing?
1: Yep. Yeah. So who do
4: you Google owns you, Like they're well, all doing that. Amazon has terrible company. practices and On yeah. own Twitch. So no one's you know holier than now over here. Each company no
3: basically each company sells your information. I mean, that's what it boils down to. They make money off while well, they they pan, they bank on making money off uh you know what you like, what you view, what content you 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 know, because if they could tap into that, then they know what you like and what you buy. So if they know what you like and then what you buy, they can make money off you. And that's what it boils down to. I mean, it just boils down to money at the end of the day. Um, You know, but at the same time, it's our fault. You can't blame these companies for doing what they're doing because we're, you know, we're pushing that terms of, of, you know, the whatever it is called a contract terms of of in agreement of in terms of service all that stuff we're pushing on that stuff and at the end of the day it's our fault it's not their fault
1: shout out to fozzy because I, I remember now too he just mentioned in the chat that they were pushing that um low latency tech when you know it was being that was one mm-hmm. of the things that got your attention the most but i remember correctly and uh yeah, kept.
2: Not to interrupt Mega, but just just oh, something okay. to add to your point uh, is mm-hmm. that they they kept that technology. Just so you know, uh, they they kept the low low latency technology. Nice, mm-hmm. that was one part. But, but finish what you were saying.
1: No, that was it. Then I was just remembering when they first launched when they, and before they even renamed it, they were touting about how the low latency tech was how great it was. That it was that the low latency tech, and then obviously which probably enabled them to be able to have a person that was viewing your content take over the game you were playing while you were streaming, you know? So, you know, but like, yeah, unfortunately it just didn't work. Um, yeah. So, you
3: yeah, know, I think it's interesting though, how X, Xbox and both, both Xbox and Microsoft, it seems like they get bad news, like in waves, like, you know, we got the mixer news and then it was the X, the Microsoft stores mm. or closing news. And it's just one yeah, thing after, a- go ahead.
2: I hear you, but it didn't
1: last long because you know what happened? And I'm going to kind of jump in the gun a little bit. They announced, they started pushing the Halo Infinite campaign. And I don't see anything no. about it at all really on on Twitter. I don't see it on my end. Now maybe Tim, somebody with a bigger platform, I don't see it anymore. <laughs> so I, see- I think,
3: <laughs> I think they, they had to make these two uh, news drops go away. And I think part of that was <laughs> to drop. Drop the halo, you know, mm. a little halo cool. teaser in there. But yeah, as for the the Microsoft store closures, I mean, this is people are worried about it. This is not going to affect Microsoft one bit, and it really isn't a big deal from Microsoft's perspective. Other than the fact that they lost jobs over it, they lost people. Obviously, that's sad. Um, all of Microsoft's retail stores were just too expensive to keep open, and. I think these were, I mean, you guys seen these stores. You've been to these stores, guys. Uh, these stores are in high society. Rent was extremely high. Yep. Payroll was extremely mm-hmm. high. These stores were very low profit margins. Um, and then when COVID hit, it was like icing on the cake. You know, it was like icing on the cake. And at that point, they knew uh, Microsoft knew that they had to get rid of these stores because again. Microsoft has a hundred and something billion dollars in the bank cash. And at the end of the day, if they're losing money, of it, they're going to cut their ties with it. You know, every, every business has uh, their failures, but Microsoft has more successes than failures. Um, at the end of the day, they're one of the most profitable and more and, you know, greatest companies in America. Um, and they know what they're doing.
4: Every time I walked into a Microsoft store here in Indianapolis. There's no one ever in it, ever. Nah. And I'm surprised. I'm like, who who buys all this stuff? There's no one in here. Yeah. It's really nice. Yeah. But, and they mm-hmm. actually, I, Lord's of gaming podcast I was listening today, they were saying they didn't lay off anybody and that they integrated anybody that was working there into other. Yeah, that's
1: what I heard. I saw that tweet somewhere, which was great so to hear. Pretty, that was great nice news. Though. And I think COVID-19 definitely perpetuated the situation. I mean, it says, you know what? You know, no no one's going into the stores anyway at all. And, um, and the way they do their business, I mean, you're handling the product. You can't touch the controller anymore. You can't handle the PCs. I guess the, I guess people that are working there can do the demonstrations for you, but you're not still hands-on anymore like you would be normally because of this virus, unfortunately. So kind of makes sense. you know. Yeah, and, and there-
3: the fact that you can go into, like, a Best Buy, and, I mean, this Best Buy – Again, these places have, they pay a lot of money for real estate in these stores. Apple has a big Apple, sec. I mean, I'm sorry, Best Buy has a big Apple section. When you go into uh, Best Buy, they also have a big Microsoft se- section. Uh, and, you know, this is not going to hurt their sales at all. That's why I'm saying, I mean, for <laughs> Microsoft, it's not going to affect Microsoft one bit.
4: Yeah, it's funny. It's like when they had, Sony had their Sony style stores, like in the mid 2000s. They had it in the same posh, like the poshest mall you can get in Indianapolis, which is in a really high end, uh, like part of our city. Um, And there was no one ever, anybody in that store either. Because if you tried to buy Sony products from there, it would be at the top MSRP. There would be no (laughs) markdown or deal like you'd get going across the street at Best Buy. So it's like, why would I buy any of this here? It's super overpriced. Even if I'm rich, I'll just go to Best Buy or whatever and get. You know, save some money. So,
0: Mm -hmm. same. Like there was, well, there was one, um, maybe about 40 minutes from me in Toronto at the Eaton Center. And yeah, I just, you know, really out of the way and a really, um, you know the the rent for that mall must have been um, excruciating for them. Like I, I can just imagine what the price would have been, uh, probably extortionate. <laughs> to be honest with you, but there really wasn't anything too special about these. Like I remember they'd have some like connect demos outside the store, but otherwise, I don't know. They're trying to do the whole Apple Store thing, and I don't know. To me, it just it didn't really jive never, for never them. Took off. No,
2: a lot a lot like Mixer. It just was. Kind of like a copycat that just never gained traction. I remember even during the holidays, you could go to – Apple was absolutely a, a, a madhouse. I mean, people, lines just to get in and the whole store filled. Then you walk down the mall, go down, make a right, and you see the Microsoft store, and you go in there and there's five people in there, and three of the people are, are, are people that are working there asking you, uh, can I help you? So, you know, it, it was something where – Again, they weren't uh, getting the traction, and they probably looked at it. Probably COVID ex- it definitely accelerated it, and they said, "You know what? We could just have these four stores be, you know, flagship stores, and you know, we'll uh, we'll just sell everything else online." Um, you know, so it, in a way, it was a, it was a tough week for Microsoft. But uh, like Jeremy said, it does seem to come uh in waves and 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 I do believe that they wanted to get a, out all this stuff before they start pushing all
3: oh, positive
2: uh, yeah so p- positive xbox stuff uh like I said um it was a rough week on 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 uh, on on xbox especially Phil. a lot of people you know gave him shit um and you know I think it's kind of unfair because uh in a way, uh, Mixer was always more pushed by Satya. It wasn't really uh, a, a Phil thing. He thought it was cool. He thought, you know, they tried everything, but uh, Satya was the guy that really thought they had an opportunity there, and he mm-hmm. threw a ton of money in there, and uh, it just it just never happened. So, listen, Microsoft has history of of closing down stuff, but they're a big business and. You know, if things fail, uh, you know, they're going to let it go. and, And that's just the reality of any business or, you know, uh, you know, you look you know, Sony, Sony's had their stores, they sold them off. Sony had their TV mm-hmm. lines, they sold their manufacturing. Yeah, I mean over. listen, if it uh, uh, goes
4: out any longer, AMC's gonna go under. So Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
2: There, there's there's a lot of things that go on with, with business. I mean, this is people like to you know, the the most people I've ever heard about Mixer was the day that it canceled before that people would just really didn't take mixer seriously. It was made jokes of, and
6: Mm -hmm. people
2: didn't even know what it was. I mean, like, like Megatron said, we had a friends that were, we were doing it and, and, and they were talented people, but for, you know, the same people would do YouTube and or YouTube podcasts and stuff. And they'd get a ton of views when they played mixer. It's just, nobody watched it. And uh, like Shock said, it did hurt them that they probably couldn't get on PlayStation. But you gotta also figure that PlayStation didn't want any part of Mixer either. Um, so uh, they they tried to, to 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 push it. They they tried with the Microsoft stores, but they you know unfortunately, uh, as Jeremy would say, if the businesses aren't gonna do what they're supposed to do, they're gonna go under. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: our friends over at GRG and OK Mega and them and 108 and and 100 they took their whole stream from YouTube and just went all mixer. They jumped all in. You know, and I know they were, you know, they were hundred percent believing in it. And then unfortunately, like I said, the people that we knew, they just decided they just, you know, no longer. They, I guess they're eventually gonna just go back to either Twitch or or YouTube. You know, so but just to, hey what stores are left for um for Microsoft? We got the New York store to staying open London and then I guess London Redmond?
0: London Sydney Redmond. I think yeah. yeah. Okay. They're yeah, there. Like hey, a, the a lot of uh, a lot of
1: a lot of great times in, in the New York store. You know, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> a lot of great experiences at that store. Didn't that so, one get
4: trashed? Yeah. Yeah. That's probably gonna, you're like uh, yeah. We might as well shut this down. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's all fixed up now, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or remodeling for their Microsoft mm-hmm. Experience Stores.
0: Yes, definitely. It should be interesting to see uh, how those kind of turn out. But just to touch on one thing before we head to the next topic, guys, Facebook's gaming division was, well, it was on a bit of a roll last week, obviously, but they also acquired um, the Order 1886 developer Ready at Dawn. Is that a good pickup for them?
3: Yeah, yeah, that's a good pickup for sure. Um, You know, I, I enjoyed the Order. I mean, I thought it was a good game, a good story. Good characters, but um, you know, I mean, Ready at Dawn. are
4: I hear good things about their VR. They've been doing that's what mm-hmm. they've been doing since. Uh, yeah, so that's going to
3: be incorporated with the Oculus Quest, um, and they're gonna they're gonna roll heavy with that. But at the same time, um, they're not really a well known developer. I would say they make uh, you know they made some nice
0: titles, obviously, but it's still a good pickup for Facebook. Mm-hmm. no definitely i'm kind of wondering uh, out of this partnership if it's just going to be you know with streaming i wonder if just if there's going to be other things coming out of this maybe uh who knows maybe a facebook oculus uh, games exclusive possibly console exclusive on xbox you never know that'd be interesting <laughs> would be But uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's a shame what happened to Mixer guys. Uh, You know, I I wanted to like it, but it just it never caught on the way that a lot of people were hoping. So uh, we'll see what happens in the next uh, couple of weeks and we'll see how uh, Facebook gaming turns out for them. But, uh, yeah, we will move along here and we'll get um onto our next topic. And we just had a look at Cyberpunk 2077, another one. There was a a lengthy stream featuring some gameplay and some new mechanics. We got a look at some new areas such as the Badlands and a really cool feature called Braindance, just to name, name a few. Now, Jeremy, I know you're really excited for this game along with Megatron. But, Jeremy, what stood out to you amongst the new gameplay and features? Uh, I mean, there was no I nothing I didn't know
3: already. Uh, I think, I mean, Cyberpunk's going to be the the biggest game, one of the biggest games ever made, uh, as far as the features like brain dance and like um, I forgot what it was called. I think it was blending cultures. Yeah, blending cultures. Yeah, uh, it, it's a cool idea, but at the end of a day, what's going to drive this game is it's you know massive, and we're talking massive open world. I think there's like seven districts, uh, and the game's going to be huge, something that we've never experienced before in terms of scale. That's how big the game's going to be. When you combined all the things that you can do and see, uh, CD Projekt Red's signature story, its characters, um, they're going all out for this game. You see it like in the marketing and just everything that's going on at the same time, there's just very few details about the game that's come out. Uh, it's still like in really tight wraps, uh, like all CD Projekt Red's games. But mm-hmm. uh, I think the underlining to this, and this kind of just went over people's heads, and um, it didn't. People didn't really know about this. But uh, I promise you, when CD Projekt Red delayed Cyberpunk Xbox. And three four three was saying, "Holy fuck, we got Cyberpunk <laughs> lined up with Halo now. Allegedly, uh, if Halo, um, you know, releases when it should release, I mean, I ca- I can't see it any other way. But you know, Cyberpunk's going against Halo, and that's gonna be an interesting battle to keep your eye on. I think it's um, it could." Uh, take some of uh, you know Halo Thunder away, depending on. Um, oh, it could go so, the
2: other way around. Halo's Halo. super popular, man. Dude, yeah, let me tell you, all
1: right, because awesome. we're I know we're, we're running back to back with this. I know we're yeah. you know with the topics, but let me tell you, we can go. We should go right now, Halo versus Cyberpunk, and when they drop that, Halo's that, a that when they drop when they drop that little clip of uh, <laughs> whenever they drop, bro. I, I, you know what? I, it took my hype away from cyberpunk, and I have cyberpunk everything, trust yeah. me. I'm trying to get cyberpunk, but it really kind of just said, Cyberpunk, who you know, yeah. you know they, they talks they're talking about the banished
3: coming back. Um, yeah. dude, no be, one, no one cares about the banished. Well, I mean, come on, can like, like mean, a handful a of people. I handful got excited. of people played Halo Wars handful. Nobody knows who a- Tri- is besides the hand B- C- I mean,
4: I think they're gonna let you know. Okay, mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Think, yeah, I
5: think Jeremy I will be eating I, those I, words. St- I stand by. Cyberpunk is basically, I hate to say it, Microsoft's Plan B if Halo Infinite is delayed. Yeah.
3: Well, it's true. There's some truth to that. Or they? launch in October. I
5: through the idea of. You're going to have Halo Infinite, no offense, it's going to be an awesome campaign, awesome game, but we all know campaigns on Halo games are not exactly 40, 60, 80 hour campaigns. They're probably going to release it, at least with all intent, the week before um, Cyberpunk Um, because I believe Cyberpunk is coming out the second week of November and the Xbox One X was released during the first week of November all i'm saying is that will give you one week to actually play halo infinite and we know all the diehards are going to burn through that game within the first night yep and yep. that means the following week cyberpunk will come out and they don't got to worry about too much competition multiplayer if, halo infinite, if halo infinite is delayed cyberpunk 2077 is going to be the graphical showcase to help launch a system
0: well, I'll put yeah. this out there... Because, because it's a multiplayer, yes, I agree 100% since you're on it's percent
1: Because it's a, a multi-plat, it's going to give you... Basically show you the differences, the differences between the PS5
0: and the um, Xbox Series X. Most definitely, I agree with you on that. I'll put this out there, fellas, because... So, this has been the third time, I believe, that Cyberpunk has been delayed. And from what we've seen from the gameplay, they've shown some... In progress cinematics and some gameplay too obviously but i just felt it was very contained personally and i'll go on record here i honestly think it'll get delayed again
3: Hmm.
0: i could i could see them pushing it back a bit because
3: no, the game's fit they went out and said the game's finished so all all the all they're doing is just polishing it up that's all they're doing what are you talking about the cyberpunk Cyberpunk. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i'm more worried about halo and that, you know, I could see. I'm going to go on record right now and saying Halo's not coming out until Q1 of 2021. weren't
1: you following that Tim? How many? How many Halo like likes? Yeah, they get, well, like, a lot of views. I,
2: um, it, got, it got more likes than Spider Man. Go on, yeah. I'll let you take
5: it. I, I was going to say at least what Phil Spencer described in that Games Lab interview is they have a really good system for um, game developers to use um, by using the xCloud and Microsoft Teams and other other systems that they have in Microsoft to uh, basically make making the game from home remotely um, very accessible. Uh, but yeah. Phil Spencer said games that still, ha- that involve like motion capture animation and all the stuff basically people needing to be a number of people in a small room. He said, yes, there's gonna be delays there. so. I don't know where Halo Infinite is in their development, but if there's any motion cap that still needed to be made or anything of oh, those natures, that that right there would be kind of like a... We'll just say a, it'd kind of slow it down for sure.
2: Right. So I'm well, call- I- Go ahead. Go on. Jeremy. Well, I want to just say that I, I have some information that I've heard, and what I've heard is, is that they are still on target. Uh, it is going to be very close. They have over twelve hundred, including contractors and freelance developers, working on it as we speak. You're talking about twelve hundred dev developers. Um, they are uh, trying like hell, and uh, right now they are they are they are on target. But uh, if we have, um, you know, obviously some things might play, but uh, right now. Um, I'd say barring another COVID shutdown, uh, I, I like the Xbox chances to launch it because they know that they need it. Because if they don't have it, Sony takes the cake for the for the for the start of the gen. And if they do have it, I'm sorry, Spider-Man DLC. Uh, you can say what you want. That's not next generation Spider-Man. Right. Uh, you know, it's 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 basically cool, but they got nothing that compares to this and this is going to be a double two tier triple a multiplayer uh, multiplayer and single player so i'm on record saying they're going to hit it uh, barring another covid shutdown tim Sorry. let me ask
3: you let me ask you this question real quick are you worried about halo going against cyberpunk
2: no because i'll tell you right now the reason why first of all the the heat is on for, for halo 100k uh, uh, likes for just that banished voice clip. Oh, uh, see so what you what you got here going is is that you're gonna get the game on PC. PC guys, f- you look at Halo MCC is is the the, the highest selling uh, uh, game that came from Xbox to PC. Behind it is Sea of Thieves, but Halo MCC is and it's by a large ma- uh, margin. Uh, people on PC have been waiting for this. It's going to be a launch game. It's not going to be like gears. The PC community is going to go crazy. So you got that faction, and then you're going to have uh, obviously Xbox, but you're also going to be having the uh, whole generation of this generation Xbox. So it's going to be playable on Xbox One. Uh, you're going you, I'm, to. I'm thinking that that Halo is going to be. It's not going to outsell Cyberpunk. But I think, uh, and, and also in this case, you know, we would say that it would kill yeah. sales. You got Game Pass too. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't need, right. I mean, need to, it, well. yeah. it doesn't really hurt it. It's not like Sunset Overdrive. Mm-hmm. The worst case scenario. You don't buy Xbox. Probably a lot of people will probably use it on Game Pass or subscribe to Game Pass. But yeah, Halo is going to be freaking huge. It's going to be you know, huge. The, the big thing is, is they got to get it out on launch. If they do not oh, get yeah. it out on launch, that I is going to be the biggest single hit to, to this Xbox.
4: I think Halo is going to be like Zelda in the sense that when everybody bought a Switch, they bought Zelda. I don't think there's anybody that's buying a Xbox Series X that's not walking out the store with Halo Infinite. Because the Cyberpunk is not giving you a next-gen version day one. They'll have an update for it, but the next-gen version is coming in 2021. So if you want to see something probably taking as full advantage and has all the texture packs there, Halo Infinite is going to be your showpiece to bring home and – See what it can do.
1: Unless that's why they delayed Cyberpunk, because they're you know this is more of a reason. Well, no, they this. said that's
4: still not coming until 2021. Oh, when that's they, a great that's, point. That's They said point. about smart delivery, yeah. like the whole thing it going to PS or getting a PS5 copy with the upgrade. They still said that's coming 2021. Shout so, out to <laughs> Silent
1: <laughs> Bob X. He said Atriox is Halo's
3: Thanos. You know? <laughs> yeah, There's sorry, more, sorry, buddy. But uh you know, half of the galaxy uh, doesn't know who Atriox is.
5: Actually, they, I, know, I, who they, Thanos they, they is. know who they know who they know who Atriox is because people didn't know Thanos but, until it, know. Ha- came out. because Halo Five kind of bombed story wise. <laughs> yeah, killing them. So <laughs> I'm going to say Halo War Two was the story that people were actually craving. When it mm. came to the Halo universe, and they found out the Flood was back, and then they saw all these trailers with Atriox. And you talk to a number of people, they'll all say the story of Halo Wars 2 was actually better yeah. than the one you got in Halo 5. So they were obviously listening to that. They they saw the interest people had um, in Atriox and the Banished because of just all the stories that were going around. Hey, if you haven't played this game, at least watch some stuff on YouTube about it because this dude, Atriox, is pretty cool. I just... Dude, they've got a statue of Atriox and Microsoft I saw on Twitter today. I mean, yeah. I'm excited. It. I was We've excited. I don't know I've if it's truly it Atriox, person. but I got excited. <laughs>
1: I've now- seen it in person. It's awesome. It's, it's, it's definitely something to behold with the eyes. It's awesome.
0: Yeah. Dude, did they
5: ever sell that thing? Can they just like, shoot me a price? <laughs> just shoot me a price. I'll, I'll take out a loan.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's really dive into this, guys, because obviously we we're just, you know, talking about Halo and that teaser. There was a teaser that featured warnings from a, a member of the Banished. We still don't know who it is, but they're issuing threats to humanity. And this was s- basically it's a signal of major involvement of the Banished in Halo Infinite. Heck, their symbol even showed up. It's it's the Banished. This sucker, this little teaser on Twitter got last time I checked, it was like three million views. It's it's so, it's, it's like, out of all the games that Sony announced over the past, like, last week, um, this has garnered so many views. It has really, like, taken Twitter by storm. Now, Megatron, I'm going to go to you on this one. Now, judging from this tease, like, do you believe that this is the banish, that they will be the main an- antagonists in Halo Infinite?
1: Probably. You know, like, when, when Halo Wars 2 came out, and um, people got wind of the um, uh, Atriox and the Bandage then. Like, I had no idea. Like, you know, Jeremy would say, I had no idea. I played Halo Wars 2, saw some of the marketing that pulled me in, and I was instantly hooked on this guy, and he's just a beast. And um, I think that... Um, Literally. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, people, yeah. People, this is what people wanted, and you know, and I think, I think uh, Microsoft saw that, you know, they saw what people were saying on Twitter, and most definitely, I think it, this is going to be um, a hell of a game, hell of a story, and um, it's 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 going to be great, man. And you know, it was yeah. like you know when I'm they announced excited. it, when it was when they announced oh. it, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, mixer what? Microsoft closing stores? What? I mean, it took all. Like I said earlier, I love Cyberpunk. I'm, yeah. all, in it. I'm, I'm all in it. But when it when I heard that voice and you see oh. anything halo from me, like it's just. It just takes me. Yeah. It takes me to another level. And this is Microsoft's game. This is the slipstream. Yeah. Engine.
3: There's, I mean, there's nothing that's gonna set this gaming industry on fire like, like Halo. I mean, if, if Halo's good. good, if it's good and it's memorable, and the multiplayer brings back memories of the old, yeah. we're talking about pop culture status, Halo fever all over again. Uh, people running out to buy Xboxes. Uh, you know, it's gonna be that kind Lockhart. of or lock part. Mm-hmm. First time I ever stood in line
1: for a video game was because of Halo it was for a video game. Not a console, yeah, uh-huh. but a game itself it was because of that Halo, that Halo world. That, that 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 those ohms, that music you hear as soon as you fire you up know. that console, man. It's just I'm ready, man. Like
2: I, I'm super excited. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You need a I good
4: just want where it's like the created yeah. just weren't they just weren't that
6: yeah.
3: If I mean hey if, like, if Halo's really good, like I I hope it is, man. I hope it is, but I'm talking about Microsoft merchandise with Master Chief, you know, some Legos, you know, my everything you think of. They need to merchandise the shit out of this. Yeah. Halo. Are I we going it. to
5: see? Are, are we, we going to pop up? What? I got to start. we've seen like... Teases of merchandise popping yeah. up on Twitter.
0: There's been like Mega block teases even that people have caught uh, with banished color schemes even before this came out. And it was like, oh, the banished are appearing in this game. Like we weren't really too sure. And now yeah. it's confirmed. I'll tell, you uh, I
1: was, I'll tell you what I want to see. I want to see that Halo Infinite console. I want to see the controller, Elite Controller. Give me Elite Controller or Console, Collector's Edition. I'm all in on that. That's it.
2: You know how I do. Yeah, it. they'd be smart to what do it. A, what if it was a, a, a digital one? What do you mean the? Like uh, it was a Xbox what, uh, One digital. What about I just, you know, I just don't know if they're they're going to be able to make a custom console other than the digital because they're just making the console itself, but it would be really freaking cool Mm -hmm. if they had a a custom console at launch or even an announcement that you can can buy it down the line. But uh, because they usually do for their flagship titles, they usually Mm -hmm. do have it. But what I really want from Halo or what I would love is, is that if they have the flood and they have, uh, you know, everything comes together. I hope that lock makes I I don't want to, I don't want to. Pl- I don't want to play as Master Chief the whole time, but I hope Locke is somewhere involved or somewhere where you might have a mission where Locke's involved. Because um, um, I liked Locke, I just think that it was kind of hard for him or his character being thrusted into the Halo world the way he was.
3: I, th- I think it'd be a good compliment to Master right. Chief. You, uh, you know, maybe in some of the. I don't know. They just—you need to have Master Chief in there the whole time. You have to have them.
5: Can I? Um, Go ahead. So you say barely anybody knows who Atriox is, right? Well, last yep. night on the Shop Podcast, I'll say it right here too. I did name Locke, but I'm going to stick with to get to basically express how serious Atriox is. To basically get that over, probably in the first couple minutes of the game, Atriox is probably going to clip a main character. I mean, like, how much more serious can you do that? Like, who the hell is this guy? And then you see him kill somebody that you've seen in other games. You're like, oh, oh this yeah. is Atriox. Let him kill Locke. So, <laughs> I, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> I really, like, I'm just saying. This dude's going to probably go Negan on somebody. Up, up He's going to go around with that bat. He might, with he might, he might kill Buck. Buck might get his head rid of it off. That, that, I'm just saying, like, how else do you express who they are? Yeah, you're right. Doing that, Did real they show quick? that
4: off in July. Him killing Locke in the game <laughs> gameplay reveal.
5: Oh, oh, oh no, that, God, was, that was.
4: No, I'm too. just
2: saying, people would probably like start. Well, oh man, mini- that was the awesome. start clapping like, oh shit. <laughs> I actually liked Locke. Like I said, I think he was a cool character. Loved the design. It, it was just tough to put him in that. It was put, tough to put a character in that position when people want to play as Master Chief. I mean, a lot of people had a problem playing. As uh, what was the um, the, the uh, the covenant? Um, oh, yeah. yeah, 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 you know, I the, particularly arbiter, the arbiter, the arbiter, but uh, he had a good had a story, problem. so then people were like, right.
4: okay, this is this is cool. Well, mm-hmm. what's what different character. Out. He wasn't another like Spartan, like Master right. Chief Light, he was
2: he gave you different abilities, yeah, um, it was know. it was it was interesting the way they did it, but. Uh, what screwed Halo 5 up, and I think we all can agree, was they had the best marketing ever for a video game. The the market that turned out like the marketing, right? But the marketing had zero to do with the game, so we all thought it was going to be a tie in and this is building up, and it was, and then it was just like nothing connected, and that was a big problem, you know. Looking back, uh, Mm -hmm. I think Halo 5, uh, they better they better get this right because uh, Halo Five was a disappointment. Looking back, um, it was okay. It was a decent game. I would give it an eight. You know, probably at the time I was a little more lenient, but looking back, I played the game over twice. Uh, it was a good game, but it just it, there's nothing like it. But th- they got to hit this. They got to get the story right. Uh, I believe the guy that that wrote uh, Batman Arkham uh is the writer for this uh he's been with them for three years uh you know i i think that uh if they get this and they nail it and i'm i don't think it's going to be a 96 it's not going to be on last of us level as far as metacritic but you know if they can get like in the area of a 90 or an 88 uh like that critical acclaim could be last know. of us last of us 94 now
5: yeah, so I mean, that'd be that'd be no, huge. They shot. got a di- they got a different points. Sc- they got a different point scale at Metacritic. That yeah, means for yeah. every for every negative point, that means they got to shave off like five to ten points off the Metacritic score. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> well, it doesn't help
2: that it has multiplayer, and and all of Xbox games do, and then that's that's judged harshly, uh, you know, as well. It's you know, the, the the other guys, Sony, don't even attempt it, and it helps them. You yeah, know? they check it out.
4: They're selling it to you later. Whereas Microsoft, they have to hit on... uh, 343 has to hit on both for it to hit 90. They have to... Both modes have to be stellar. Mm -hmm.
5: Correct. So I got to know, which character did Phil Spencer, um, like, CG himself into in Halo Infinite?
4: Wouldn't
1: that be something... (laughs) (laughs) We're he takes the helmet. Behind.
5: He takes the helmet off what if he is chief?
4: Hmm.
1: He Dude, you know out. how many
5: people would lose their shit if the Master Chief took his helmet off and it was Phil Spencer. <laughs> <laughs>
4: You've already seen his face. He was I'm looking that. at yeah. this. I'm looking at yeah. this
1: article from uh Game Rant and they're saying their rumors of saying that the campaign is going to be 20 hours long. Wow, um, What do you guys think? You think that's good enough or Oh, it sounds, it sounds like it just needs to be yeah, good it just yeah
0: just make a compelling campaign you know that gives yeah. you know that basically it fixes what happened in halo 5 and just make it compelling make it fun make it you know again uh, revolve around chief and his journey with you know cortana like again there's a lot of aspects here we don't know and it is interesting that the banished are being put into this in some way. I'll be curious to see if the floods show up at some point. Um There's a lot of they, different. They,
4: they showed up in Halo Wars too.
5: That is true. Yes. I, I see this getting like really epic. Like um to describe it, at least in my head would be at the end of mass effect three, when you've gone through all three games and at the end of the game, you have united all the different races of the galaxy to basically kind of go against this one, cause you would say so it's going to be really interesting if by some chance at the end of the game you see literally a lot of different factions you've seen throughout the games kind of coming together in a really large war or something
1: against who though against atriox you think i mean the banished mm-hmm. see I, that's
5: who, why not against war each war other or, or, man or, like this is hard to like, tell up, he... game of thrones all the way like everybody just wants power, wants control and you just really don't know who's going to do what to get ahead of the other guy because it's that,
0: hard to say. in that
1: clip you know you hear someone set from the banish you know saying that they're going to take the ring they're looking at this broken ring and they're going to stand together and i guess they're kind of going to take it
0: back yeah you know but from who you know um it,
5: it really does sound like everybody's kind of fighting over this one ring
0: mm-hmm. well we don't know what's on that ring per se i mean i could go into story details like a canon and you know there could be precursors on there for mm-hmm. all we know it could well,
5: be we, well we all know lord of the rings theory one ring to rule them all
0: <laughs> there you go Well, there's a lot of canon stuff. You know, with the Banished, though, what I'm excited, I don't know how many of you have played Halo Wars 2, but one of the best things about the Banished was their vehicles and their weapons and then just the general look at them. They're like, if they had a couple of Banished vehicles that you could actually get into and like a first person view and just like have Chief use them like the blister back, that floating thing that shoots missiles out of his back or like. The Marauder tank. There's, there's a, so many like cool things that they had, you know. Or just bring back the brute chopper. People love that thing, oh, and that has was amazing. an awesome
1: RTS. That Halo Wars Two was all. I never played one. I gotta admit, I <laughs> have it, never played it. But Halo Wars Two is.
4: I want to play. I should be playing that right now. I think this engine is gonna show off some crazy, uh,
6: mm-hmm.
4: especially if you played. I saw a clip of Halo Three when, and I just remember it now where that uh, kind of like a. What was that Brohammer comes flying in like that giant ship and that mm-hmm. was on the 360? And it rendered that whole ship in like seconds, just like zooming to the ground. And that oh, and Halo Wars 3, you're talking yeah, about Halo, right? War, or oh, Halo, my gosh. Halo 3. Yeah, yeah, that was so that, I, that was I epic. That then, <laughs> and I'm like, they're gonna be able to do some crazy things with this new engine. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming, since
5: so yeah, yeah. About, imagine how the flood yeah. is gonna function with all that extra power that they can put into the AI and just the, the different kind of movement you could have from the, just the horde like nature of the flood.
0: Mm-hmm. Even yeah. speaking about like, you know, you think about firefight potential as well, you know, having oh my gosh, fl- flood fight, you know, like a lot of people have been asking for this kind of stuff Dude, for a while. Imagine, you-
5: I'm really hoping they also go destructible environment. Sorry, Megatron. I'm just hoping that we get some also destructible environments. Yeah, that's all good.
1: Don't say sorry to me, man. This is this is we're talking about Halo, man. So much, you know, we, have, we all have uh, our own ideas on how great this game could be. And I just hope they just nail it. What do you think, Tim? You think they're going to get that 4K 60 banner? That 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 mark.
2: I think it's going to be a 4K 60 with ray tracing, possibly. Um, And uh, I do think that uh, for multiplayer, you're going to get 120 frames Mm. per second. Wow. Um, What I'm hearing is is that uh, the difference in these consoles, Sony and Microsoft, is is that Microsoft wants their games to be super super quick super you know um you know uh with the with the with the, the di- dli the dynamic latency input um you know they want their games to be instantaneously and uh obviously the the hard this the, the solid straight drive uh, helps that too but um, there, there, I think we're gonna. When you see the show in July, you're gonna notice. You're gonna hear 120 frames per second mentioned uh, a lot. I would say a nice amount of times comparatively on Sony show. They didn't even mention it once. So I, I do think that you're gonna get uh, more first party with 120 frames per second. You're gonna get backwards compatibility games, the Xbox One games with 120 frames per second um obviously xbox originals with 120 frames per second when it's available when it can be done they're going to do it they're going to enhance it so um if you have a tv that's 4k 120 um you're in luck uh, but a lot of these things sometimes may not run at 4K 120. So if you have just a standard, uh, you know, uh, even the OLED, the, the C8s, they they don't have the 2.1s. But you could still play it like 1080p 120, which you might even see that. But yeah, the frames are going to be a real uh, a real differentiator, I believe, from these two consoles. And one of the things that was mentioned this week. Uh, was Jason Ronald talked about the variable clocks. And, and I had told you guys, and I've told Twitter, um, you know, Xbox tried that. And uh, they found that the, that the gains were not the performance, were not with, what, what you would think. And they weren't really impressed with it. Plus, they thought that it would incur a lot more work for the developers uh, to optimize and, and to deal with. So that's why they went with the set clocks, but they could have easily done what Sony did, uh-huh. um, and you know you'd be talking about a fourteen teraflop console. I mean, uh, but the but the reality is is that going with the set clocks and going with what they went with is just probably the better move. They, like I said, they tried it, and they weren't happy with the results. I think Sony did it more or less. Because if they had went with nine point two or even nine point five as a statics uh, clock, uh, and people talking about a three teraflop difference, um, you know, it would be a, it's a lot it's a lot harder to swallow than saying, oh,'re we're, we're only two. And even even it's even considering it's our DNA two teraflops, and people were saying teraflops don't matter. Um, but the fact of the matter is the Xbox Series X, I believe, um, in my opinion, is going to be a lot more powerful than the PlayStation 5. I think their setup and the way they went about things uh, kind of uh, was, you know, they, they try to save face in a lot of areas. Um, even their CPU clock is going to be lower than Lockhart's and, uh, from what I'm hearing. So uh, I guess we'll see when the games come out, when, when these intensive games come out. Uh, I think Xbox is really going to shine.
0: And on that note, we're going to move on to another topic. But again, I am really excited for Halo Infinite. And just the the thought of the banished actually being in the game is... uh, Well, it it gets me pretty stoked, to, to say the least. But yeah, moving on to something else, guys. And there was some interesting commentary from Xbox head Phil Spencer this past week. Speaking at Game Lab Live keynote, Phil suggested that Immersion will make the Xbox Series X a must must-play buy for gamers. Answering questions on what kinds of experiences he expected the Xbox Series X will highlight, he stated that this is always a difficult question because I know people are looking for one, two, or three tech that only show, show up on a certain platform or is only made possible on a certain platform. I think it's just a matter of degrees, it has been for a while. It has, yeah, sorry, it has been for a while. He further expanded, stating, I think we're at a point now with immersion, with the tools we have on the compute capability, that the deltas will be smaller from a visual impact or the feature, or that feature X was never possible before and it now is. And that might sound depressing to some, but what I would say is that the advantage side to some, but uh, of what I'm seeing now is really the immersive nature of the content that's getting created. Now, Centurion, I'm tossing this over to you, bud. Do you agree with Phil's statements on immersion versus graphics? Because uh, you know he's focusing on stuff like load times and frame rates and so on.
5: I couldn't agree more. Purely because I've been kind of kind of seeing graphics kind of plateauing for a while. We know the end-all, be-all for the best graphics possible are on PC. But slowly, that line between console and PC is being blurred, um, especially with these uh, new-generation consoles and the tech they're putting inside them. Um, and so, yeah, it's starting to get more where it's all about frame rates, Um it's almost like, uh, at least the way I thought about it in my head is it's, it's time for the rest of the industry to catch up. They have been pushing graphics for so long now. Um, you know, for every generational console leap, it's always been about graphics. And now for the first time ever, they're wanting the rest of that, that whole process to catch up. People are wanting uh, stable frame rates. They're wanting shorter loading times. They're wanting optimization. Um, And then you talk about immersion, um, you know, like the medium, for example, they're actually creating a game that's only going to be able to be played on the series X and compatible PCs um, because they're creating such an immersive experience that um, it kind of requires the ray tracing and just other stuff. That's not on other consoles. So it is going to be tiny little details like that. And um, you know, that's where people need to realize that the only way it's ever gonna, we're gonna see that next great big leap, at least in graphics, is uh, if they start raising the bar when it comes to the minimum spec on PC. Because um, I still agree uh, with the developer from Gorilla Games that was on RDX that as of next generation, uh, PC is the lowest common denominator. Uh, purely because that the on the PC side, um, at least the minimum spec on PC still involves a mechanical hard drive. And as of next gen, um, all game consoles will be pretty much using SSDs as the years go by. It will become less and less common for mechanical hard drives to be used in consoles. So as the older generation goes away, it's basically PC is going to start holding back. Does that make sense to you?
3: Yeah, I think that's when you're going to start to see a dip in those prices too as far as the SSD drive because they're, may, they're oh, going to be... Yeah. Please, available. for the love of God, let those prices go down. Yeah, they're going to go, <laughs> down. Going to go down for sure.
5: Yeah. yeah, definitely. Well, I've I've seen the price of SSD, actually, the price of hard drives in general go down, uh, but definitely SSD is starting to go down to where it's starting to become uh, uh, semi-affordable.
3: Yeah. You know um, what Phil was talking about. I'm. Not, you guys know me. I'm not a big frame rates per second guy. You know I I lean more towards the, the uh, you Good know the candy. higher resolution side. Yeah, the eye candy, fidelity. higher resolution yeah, I'm like fidelity. I'm, I'm eye candy. Um, I like that stuff. I think what Phil's talking about is just the combination and the mixture of just everything combined, mm. having high graphics fidelity. Uh, you know, doing 4K and a steady 60 frames per second, uh, all that stuff combined gives you an immersion like no other. Now you bring in the fact that, you know, these games are going to be lifelike. The animations are going to be lifelike. You're going to be having different kinds of gameplay scenarios because of the graphics. Yeah, because of the graphics. Um, You know, those kinds of experiences on top of the fact that, you know, you can run some of these games at sixty or even one hundred and twenty frames per second. It's it's going to be an immersive experience, you know. But every now and then, I find it funny a game comes along uh, with very basic graphics um, that's high in immersion. You know, I know Minecraft is one of those games to a certain and to a certain extent. A uh, Sea of Thieves is another game that has some really nice art direction. That makes you, you know, immersed and, and you know, it makes you feel like you're selling the CDs. Makes you feel like you're, you're.
6: <laughs> what? Well, yeah, you're
3: laughing because I'm, I'm, I'm talking about I
1: do. You're talking about and um, I don't always trust okay. it with Jeremy. I don't always trust with Jeremy, but he's right because that's what I, because what I, that's what I love about CDs. Like, I really, I really feel like a damn pirate. I sound like a big yeah. ass kid,
2: <laughs> but, but I, but I it had
3: not. You know the graphics weren't that impressive. They were good for what they were, or what they are. Yeah, so but you, you have I don't understand if you don't. You
1: that black and white television. <laughs> those graphics are phenomenal to me.
3: Yeah, it's, but what I'm saying is, but, go ahead. I'm
1: sorry, yeah, I'm what
3: I'm saying is, it's not. It's it's the it's the elements in the game, like the the waves, you know, crashing against the boat. It's like some of the art direction or most of the art direction in Sea of Thieves that makes it immersive. Don't forget, you know, Minecraft. That audio is top notch. Yeah, audio is top notch. Minecraft is the total opposite. You're looking at blocky, freaking, you know, it's just the total opposite. But, you know, people could say that first night that you play Minecraft is one of the goddamn most scary experiences you'll ever, ever feel in gaming. You know, on top of that, when you're mining inside a cave, or you know, you're doing something, it's immersive. Mm-hmm. You know, I think at the end of the day, that's what Phil's talking about is combining uh, everything from graphic fidelity right. to the animation to the frames per second. Um, and let's
1: not forget the load times because that does kind of yeah, you, you, you know, out know of that what? immersion.
3: Yeah, ex- and you you hit the nail on the head, Megatron, because you know, some, one of the best games ever made, which so happens to be The Witcher Three. You know, there was hardly any load load times in that game. Uh, it was the first you started up, but, you know, you can go into a cave and it'll be simultaneously. Or you go into a house and it's the same thing. It's There's no loading times when you go into to the houses. There's no loading times when you go into the caves. It's, it's one seamless experience. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah, you're loading into that particular world, but that's about it. So it makes you more immersed in, into the world, and it makes it more believable, and that, I think that's what Phil's talking about.
0: Right. Yeah,
1: right. because you said the best game ever made, and again, I thought you were going to say Sea of Thieves. <laughs> <that's> super... <laughs> that's what well, Thieves
2: this guy at Sea of Thieves already sold one, oh, it's close to selling one million on it's Steam. Killin',
1: it's killing it. You got to get that tattoo across your chest, Jeremy.
3: That's it. No. <clears throat>
0: Yeah, it's true, though, about load times and immersion. I've spoken about this before, guys. Uh, Mafia 2, even back on the Xbox 360, PS3, um, it wasn't to the scale of, let's say, a Grand Theft Auto. But man, there was zero load times you got to just go into buildings and uh, everything just was seamless that way. There wasn't as many, I would say, like uh, combat opportunities. But what they had was this uh, nice, steady flow. And you never felt like you were totally separated from the game with long load times. So that's something that I can really appreciate with that immersive aspect. I don't
5: until they do it in Bethesda games like Skyrim and Fallout. (laughs) Oh my god, every minute you ran into a loading screen.
0: Yeah, give me something. (laughs) You know,
1: my definition of you know immersion would be, you know, it's it's, it always has to to me include graphics and audio, but then give me less frame rate issues, give me no pop-in, no loading times, and then a great story that kind of pulls me in, nothing that interrupts that. And then, to me, you're on to something. You know, yeah. Either way, I mean, either way, we have as gamers, we have to accept what we're given and try to make the yeah. best of it and just enjoy it what's offered this generation. But um, and also for the record, too, if Halo came out and it was 30 frames per second, and it looked and it looked like, and I'm a graphics guy too, more than I think I am a frame rate guy. I think it would look. I, I mean, I would be happy if you could just give me eye candy and just graphics and particle effects and smoke and all of that. You know, so any game, wherever any game that came out, as long as it looks good and the frame rate is stable, I wouldn't. It wouldn't bother me if it was uh,
4: thirty frames per second. Yeah. So don't
3: these, don't listen uh, to them,
1: Phil, please.
4: <laughs> well, the
3: new the new generation. We're old school, you know. Yeah. Me, Megatron, yeah. I swear, Cam. if you
4: go, just go and play Halo if you can on sixty frames per second. And just mm. go immediately with yeah. 30 frames. You're going to be like, okay, something's wrong. You're going to feel it immediately. <laughs> well, Especially first in a first-person shooter, you're really going to feel it. Well, the first yeah. time
1: I ever noticed the difference was, again, way back when Tim was talking about he was playing um Bioshock Infinite. He w- I think you were playing it on the remastered version on yeah. uh, Xbox One X. And then I played it first on the 360, 360. version on the X1. And then I played the Infinite version. On the next one, with the upgrade to 60 frames per second. Um, and that's when I uh, noticed the difference. And then there's a difference. There's a big difference. So, but that was when I was able to tell the difference, you know. But I mean, like I said, you know, to each his own, as long as the game is, it just runs right and there's no bugs and glitches. But I, I think I'm, all that.
4: devs should just give us choice, just give everybody the option. Because mm-hmm. you can, they could have done that with The Last of Us. They could have, that's why I'm not so sure they're going to do 60 frames per second because they did it only for the remaster of The Last of Us 1. And then they were like, nope, we're going to go back to 30. A lot of people found that jarring. A lot of people went back and played the remaster, you know, a week before the second one came out just to get ready. And then they were like, oh, yeah, I felt kind of weird at first. And then I got used to it. So I don't know. I feel like they're uh, probably just going to stick to 30 and make their game even more super higher. You know even high realistic, that's kind of the game Naughty Dog kind of likes to make, but they said,
1: when they said they want that cinematic, they're going for that cinematic. But a lot that's of people good. are
4: saying they're running into problems with some of the combat, just with mm-hmm. some of the frame rate, it's just uh-huh. still <laughs> jarring.
3: But uh, Nine Lives uh said uh, Bugna- Bugnax has no uh. <laughs> What is this? What do you say? Uh, snacks oh has no God. loading screens. That's oh. <laughs> <laughs> a strawberry game, right?
1: Oh my
4: gosh, I'm, I'm really hyped for the uh, that suspend feature. You can do what like up to six six games, yeah? That's right. That's now right. that's only for I'm guessing digital purchasers, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm, probably. I don't
4: see how you can because you have to take out the disc unless you had like one disc. And like five digital games, maybe. Like, one no, shock. we're the getting tank. those no.
3: multiple game disc players now where you have six or five lined up. Well, I'm saying, I don't happening.
4: think they're giving you, yeah. So, I'm like, Actually, that's definitely I a huge incentive box box
5: for stand a standalone five disc changer.
3: Yes, mm-hmm. that's what's happening. <laughs> but I'm ready <laughs> for that.
5: Scotty, get the
3: hell
0: out of here. <laughs> 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 uh, bug snacks, but bug uh. Snack. <laughs> yeah well it'll be interesting to see guys i agree with uh you know phil i i welcome immersion i mean as much as i want like all the high-end stuff you know i want to see the true next gen obviously but i know that it's not just graphic fidelity it's going to be a whole bunch of things like combined whether it be loading screens and whatnot so yeah I i just i want my experience to be over well uh good so again very excited to see what the future has in store for us. But we will move on to our last bit of news. And you know, we're starting to see more information and documentation actually making the rounds about two studios in particular that are looking for new investors and possibly acquisition. Two Polish studios in particular, Bloober Team and The Farm 51. Over the past few weeks, we have touched on this on the show. And things seem to be getting a little bit amped up. Now, shock buddy, I'll go to you first on this. Uh, between the Farm Fifty One and Bloober Team, are these good potential studios for Xbox Game Studios to acquire? Um,
4: yeah, I'm hearing good things. I'm not too familiar with uh, Farm Fifty One. I may have played their games, but I can't can't recall. Um, but I think the probably between the two, Farm Fifty One is probably going to be the better get because I think that one's a little bit smaller. Or like the what the Bloober Team's publicly traded right
0: i believe so i'll just go through like how big the teams are and what kind of games that they made so i just got a little list here so bloober team they're at about 30 people so a pretty small team they've made the layers of fear games one and two (laughs) yeah uh they've done Blair Witch which was a timed exclusive uh, for Xbox for a few months and they they're all they're currently making the medium which seems to be a full-on exclusive for Xbox Series X now moving on to oh, oh and the blooper team seems to specialize in like horror thriller games right Moving on to the Farm 51, well, they're actually a pretty decent sized studio. They got about 100 people, for what I'm to understand, and they've made games like Painkiller, Deadfall Adventures, which you know, I played it on backwards compatible. I think they gave away with like Games of Gold a few years back, and it's actually a pretty fun game. They've also done Get Even, which is another first person shooter, World War Three which is a multiplayer shooter, and most recently, Chernobylite, which is kind of like a thriller kind of horror game. So very kind of differing studios. Uh, Definitely the team size is between 30 people and 100 people. That's uh, a big difference there. But I guess it just depends on... Uh, what your preferences are studio wise like m- me in particular, I mean I could go either way with any of these studios. but blouber team does kind of stand out if Xbox is lo- looking for certain genres to address in their library you know my my dream invader my this is my dream
3: man. in the back of my head, I keep thinking about it. Uh, the Polish acquisition rumors keep popping up in the back of my head. I'm thinking they moved Cyberpunk 2077 because Microsoft purchased CD Projekt <laughs> 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 to launch with, uh, you know, the Xbox Series X. Uh, you know, and that's, that's a- true.
2: That, that would I, be uh, internet that would, would be break. True. Yeah, that Twitter would, be would go true crazy. Drop, you know.
3: Yeah, but yeah,
1: more more than Sega, right? Though. No? <laughs> yeah. yeah uh,
3: oh, you know yeah. what? Um, please. Yeah, I want I want CD Projekt Red more, but I think mm-hmm. uh, you know, the acquisition of Sega, um, would be more benefit. I don't know about beneficial. I think it would make more headwind in Japan. You fight with your um, nostalgia,
1: maybe the the, the struggle there. Just the What's Sega like, has
3: just. Sega just has so many IPs that these studios can just make it, makes them just. Well, why don't great. they
2: make them though? That's what I don't understand. It's, it's the, the same
3: thing with, with it. Konami. Konami fucking pisses yeah, me they, off.
2: So then why do they just
4: tell them? Because they mm-hmm. t- make too much money on like what are they called? Pachinko machines or whatever.
3: Yeah, uh, arcade like. Konami's a waste. It's just another <laughs> company that's just holding on to gold. And they just don't do anything with it. It's just a weight. Konami's a fucking... So is Sega. Sega's Same a Same reason wait.
4: why Steam doesn't make any games until like just recently. They don't make anything because they make too much money. Same thing with Epic. They just make Fortnite now in Unreal so, Engines. That's it. So-
2: I'm gonna th- I'm gonna say that the blooper blooper is gonna be uh gonna be a part of Xbox Game Studios. Um, I think that Xbox is probably putting a bid. Uh, things that make me think that are the exclusivity that Medium has. Like uh, you guys say, it seems like it's a full-on exclusive, um, and that shows that they have a, a you know a working relationship. Uh, secondly, it's offshore money when Microsoft bought Minecraft for $2.2 billion, everyone or whatever it was, was up in arms. But one of the reasons why they could put such a strong bid in is because the taxing of the money is basically tax-free because mm. it's offshore money. So in this case, you'd have a same thing with, with Blooper. So they can probably uh, put out a, a bid that's more than anybody's putting out there uh, and uh, one of the things that I think that makes sense with this is they could get the studio for Game Pass and they could build upon it and they could really have a horror genre or that type of, uh, you know, uh, storytelling game or, you know, the games like that they've already put out. I think it's just it's just it's just too makes too much sense. And uh, even though it's not a huge uh, AAA signing, and I don't think that they'll ever become AAA, I think that their quality of work will, will definitely improve. But um, it just makes sense. And I'm yeah. going to go on record and saying I think that that's going to be a part of the uh, the, the game studio. I, I would love CD Projekt Red, but um, I don't know. think that – even though I heard that, the, that no. they put out there that they could be for sale – uh, I just don't see it happening. They're just too big.
3: You know, Tim, I don't like the fact that, uh, I mean, I disagree with the fact that Microsoft is going out uh, and Xbox is buying these smaller studios. I think if they spend the money on, like, I- I'm going to, I know I'm It's I'm beating a dead horse with a stick. They go out and buy Sega. You can get all those <laughs> games. You can go out and get all those games. And then throw them on Game Pass, and it's you know all the old the Sega library. Sega I makes
2: mean, a lot of sense. It's just right. I just, who knows? I mean, the, the same thing about the thing about oh, the small oh. studios though is is that you look at a studio like an like Exile, they're building now a full on AAA studio. They're 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 building a full on AAA game on uh, yeah. Unreal Engine five, yeah. and that's because of the people that they've hired. Uh They've all these studios have grown. Some have grown in double in size, uh, yeah. you know. So you can buy these studios and build them from within. Oh but I, just, I, I, I think, think in Poland. Poland. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: No, no, because it's, no, it's in Poland. I mean,
2: right now Poland's yeah,
1: on fire make, with game developers, right? Right. Now. It makes yes. Too so much
2: sense, and, and I could even see them buying Farm Fifty One and Bloober. You know, um,
0: uh, Farm Fifty One is actually a good studio. They're yeah,
2: they are. They're, they're They're not bad you're right well they're a
0: decent sized studio with i mean I, i've seen listings for about a hundred people uh so it would be a decent studio uh, to get you could always build around it but even the bloober team though with 30 people i mean depending on what the price is i mean that's a pretty small team to take on and they can definitely at least double the studio pretty quickly as well so there's room to grow. That's what a stu- Microsoft's been doing with a lot of these. He look at compulsion. Uh, Double fine. Isn't exactly a huge studio mm-hmm. in exile. So, but I all, mean, I'm, all I'm saying is when you buy somebody like a Sega, you
3: automatically get those games that Sega's made for generation, a generation, you know, the, and that can be a game, a game pass asset. You know, it's just uh, also, it could be an X cloud asset, just streaming those games in, and, you know, they can offer 100 games right off the bat and just Sega titles. Yeah,
4: they should definitely do some more second-party deals. Where, Because yeah. I'm all for that. Like, if something's not ever being created and you come yeah. in and say, hey, kind of like with the Bayonetta situation, yeah. hey, make a new Shinobi. Like, that would be a big get you're not getting. Well, hopefully we get, like, games like back from Team Ninja again. But yeah. <laughs> that could be a huge thing you could do. Where you can get some second party deals. Yeah. Instead of like money hatting, I'm not definitely for that. Hopefully that, well, that's just going to continue probably yeah. with Sony because that's what they do. But mm. it's like Sony didn't do anything for you. They just told other people they can't have it.
6: <laughs> like they it, didn't
4: get you Final Fantasy Seven Remake was coming. They were going to make that game anyway because they knew it was going to be a cash cow.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mr. Chemo uh, is asking about Techland here. How about Techland? Well, they've gone on record. Yeah, they're kind of in trouble right now um, with Dying Light Two and some studio stuff going on. It's kind Tech of unclear. Man, you know, kinda has some talent. Uh, they
3: they've definitely made uh, you know for what they have. They they've definitely made a couple of good games, but that's about it. You know, um, I think I, I think Ma- Microsoft and Xbox needs to think bigger. You know. So, mm-hmm.
2: well, I mean, listen, it's, it's easy to say to think bigger, but I think that uh, as you see with uh, Ready at Dawn, that would have been a perfect signing. Uh, it's not always that easy. Um, and, you know, they, ha- like I said, they've grown their studios. Uh, look at Ninja Theory, they were about, I'd say 70, they're approaching double, 150. Rare is about 250 developers. When we had on TXR this own home, when we had Craig Duncan on, I had asked him how many how many uh, developers did he have when CFE was uh, in development, and he said we were working with a, 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 a hundred people. You're talking about a studio yeah. that, that 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 now has almost tripled, um, over a thousand developers, and this is what I've heard. Because I asked about it, over a thousand developers have been added to the Xbox Game Studio footprint. And that's in addition to the studios that were acquired. So let's say after 2018 that all the studios have been acquired, they've added a thousand studios on top of that, whether it was 343 growing uh you know uh, you know uh coalition huh. was once 200 developers it's now up to 350 uh you know you you added they're talking you're talking a thousand developers added to their develop to, to, to their development uh to, to do their studios to do 15 studios that is huge and I think that people are really um this is gonna really start to hit home when they start to announce these games. And July, if it, it, listen, if they do not show this in July, then you know they deserve the criticism. But uh, I think oh if, they, they if, if you're it. looking at if you're looking at it, Fable and Perfect Dark, those are two triple A's, and they make a lot mm-hmm. of sense. Perfect Dark was a ninety six Metacritic for uh, Nintendo sixty four. Mm-hmm. The Perfect Dark Zero was an eighty one metacritic uh but you're dealing with a strong ip there strong character uh i think initiative initiative makes a whole bunch of sense uh you have coalition through the multiplayer on it like rumored um you know you got two triple a's there you got hellblade 2 that we should see gameplay of uh you know we're gonna see gameplay this july i've heard uh, we're really in for we're in for a good good roll on this Xbox, mm-hmm. we deserve. Tim, it.
3: let me ask you a question: If Xbox comes out in July, whenever this event's going to be, and they roll another dud out, you know, like they've had in the past, uh, what does that do to the brand?
2: I think it does nothing because it really comes down to. Uh, I honestly, I don't, I don't think that if, if listen if they announce Fable and Perfect Dark and Forza. I think it's pretty hard to say that they have a bad show. You're already getting two triple A's, a two triple A's, actually three triple A games, and then you're gonna have Halo Infinite, uh, which I'm sure is gonna be really First impressive. First
4: gameplay we've yeah, seen. Yeah,
2: it. I, I think that the, 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 I'm hearing really good things. So uh, I, I think that it, it really that I don't think if they did have a dud, then I think that's more on them because they just they, they don't know how to message it because. These developers are not—they're not, not making—you know—they're not just sitting around doing nothing. They're making games. Obsidian should have a AAA—you uh, know—game. I believe that they're going to be there too. They're going to show off their game. Now, you say, mm-hmm. let's say they don't announce Perfect Dark. I think that I think it's a good bet that we know it's coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw the email thing and the whole thing with that. I, I think that if you look—if you look at that and you consider everything you've heard. Fable and Perfect
0: Dark account.
1: Yeah, that's been uh, that's been uh, kind of the talk on Twitter yeah. with the accounts
0: there. Well, you what know, do they're... you guys think of uh, Aaron Aaron Greenberg there, a head of Xbox <laughs> marketing, kind of uh, trying to settle down the flames and excitement well, you... of everybody?
1: He's doing what he's supposed to do, but that's not going to yeah, tell exactly. anyone's uh, you know uh, opinions of what they think are going oh, to happen. Be... When well, you got these two accounts that are being followed by. You know, uh, Microsoft. Yeah, Ken, Ken Lob. Lob
4: Ken Lob's following the creator. Uh, one of the creators right. of Perfect Dark mm-hmm. is following it. Now, that one isn't a Microsoft account because the there's not or at least when you count the characters, it doesn't match up to the same as like the one that Fable is. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so weird that uh, Aaron still says that confirmed that both of these were Microsoft accounts, even though the Perfect Dark account is now tweeting and saying it's not, (laughs) but how would Ken Lobb know just in June, this uh, Twitter handle got created, hey, I'm just going to randomly search for Perfect Dark Game Handle and follow a dead account. Like, why that wouldn't make any sense. Plus, it's probably going to have a a name with it, like Perfect Dark, something, so they wouldn't even need that handle.
2: Perfect Joanna Dark or whatever.
0: Perfect Dark Infinite.
2: I guess, I guess, I guess, I think that if you look through it, like Megatron said, Aaron's trying to do his job. And uh, listen, I think that we're all putting two and two together. Um, I think there's a lot of things that we've heard in the backgrounds about Perfect Dark. You look at who's running the studio, David Gallagher. Um, He usually makes a game with a a female lead uh, with uh, Tomb Raider, as we know. Um, And you just look and, and everything's pointing to these things that fable listen if, if you don't think fable is not being made, you're just not paying attention. It's the worst kept secret going. Uh, you're gonna hear about it I believe this uh, this uh, E3 and, and from what I've heard we're gonna get the fable that we want meaning it's not going to be cartoony it's going to be realistic and it's gonna be a you know in the witcher theme mm-hmm. type style.
3: I like my uh, my picture repost by the way, the fable post you posted. Thanks.
2: <laughs> I just saw
1: the one. With, I just saw the one with the teeth earlier. So I don't. if That's the one you were. I mean, listen, <laughs> it's, it's
2: exciting time. It's exciting time. Actually. if Xbox doesn't hit on the show, I mean, that's on them. I mean, at this point, uh, I don't think that uh, you can. Uh, you can actively say that that they're going to definitely have a hit show because they've had times where they've disappointed 2019 was a time where they disappointed at the e3 um you know i i even though I, I at the time i thought it was better and then i lowered the score but looking back that was definitely a disappointment um you know with this they have a lot of time they have a lot of studios i mean how hard can it be you know, just get the get it out there. I mean, I think they should go for broke and just do a teaser too. Like, even if a game isn't ready or if it's three years away, do what Sony did in 2016. Let it fly, baby. Yeah. Let it yeah, fly, like, man. Like, like Nintendo
3: did it with Metroid. Yeah. Because
2: <laughs> if you have that, if you have the games thing, where you can shove it in people's faces, like five triple A's and mature exclusive, and you have like screens from Hellblade where somebody's getting their head chopped off. Uh, you know, uh, you're going to be able to... That that narrative is going away. And everywhere else, Xbox is pretty much kicking Sony's ass. Really Hardware, kicking their ass. Game Pass, kicking their ass. Online, always better better online. Controller, it's always been the same thing. That's, you know, whatever it is. I mean, it's just... They're just in such a strong position. There's really no way you can say Xbox sucks. I'm with
1: you. you, I'm with you. Hey, Tim, so... Is this july-
2: <laughs> for, <Jeremy. laughs> for this
1: july show though are we only going to have microsoft Studios? because i think personally it is important if this is going to be the show of all shows i think i want to see cd project red out there again because like you said you i would know, love that because i mean this mm-hmm. is going to be the, i mean this is i mean you want to highlight the triple the triple a uh multi to show that hey this is going to be the best well, it's gonna get yeah, all of it.
2: Show, show, show it. Valhalla, not some bullshit that they pulled out oh, the stupid, yeah. that stupid guy uh, who got who left because he was cheating on his wife. You know, banging, <laughs> banging, banging other women, whatever. <laughs> that guy, that guy, that guy jetted. He he knew he was guilty. Did we meet him? Um, though? I swear. Yeah, no. we met. No, I didn't no. like him. I, yeah. I met him in in, 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 uh, in New York. <laughs> I met him in New York. I did not like yeah. him. Yeah, he oh, was yeah. pompous. He just had an uh, arrogance. Like I could say. I've met Ted Price and I've met mm-hmm. the guys from Insomniac, and I can genuinely say those like super awesome, they, super cool. Uh,
6: yeah, but Ted the Price,
2: Ubisoft, the Ubisoft dudes. The dude. When I met them, I went into the to this back area, and they acted like like they were just you know they they acted <laughs> like who they were, and and it makes sense because a guy like that would probably use his 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 you know status of where he is. And use it, you know, uh, for whatever to to impress a girl or whatever the case is, whatever Guys, he's doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, and they acted I, like I I said uh, I, I, I didn't like them.
3: They acted I mean, like ca- they acted like
0: Canadians, right, Invader? Uh, I wouldn't know because I wasn't there I wasn't there It sounds like a very un-Canadian I'm thing to do kidding, Unfortunately, buddy. I met Ted
1: Price both times In the food court I found that the food court is like the, in, in E3 is the best place yeah. The expo center to meet people And both times he remembered me well, the first time and the second time you remember me and we had the yeah. best conversations and i think He's i was eating great. a corn dog and he was eating a root drinking the root beer waiting for his tacos and it was just like the best that is one great classy dude so ted Price, yeah man. yeah
2: honestly the insomniac people um mm-hmm. super cool like i talked to ted and 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 i talked to him at length about sunset overdrive and oh yeah and uh you know uh it just that was a a great signing by um by Sony. But yeah. They're just super super really super great people and I was so happy that, you know, cuz Sunset Overdrive was a great game. Uh for whatever reason it just didn't it just didn't uh, take off. Um but uh you know, for them to have Spider-Man and just you know, basically be the top-selling up until now, uh the top-selling, you know, game on PlayStation 4 was some awesome thing, you know what I mean? So I'm happy. You know, I couldn't believe that they sold for, the, 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 I believe they sold for $330 million or something like that. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a little low. I, I, I would value them a lot higher than that
0: yeah well there you can definitely see how much you know their passion goes through in their in their games like whether it be ratchet and clank resistance sunset overdrive spider-man like there's a lot of skill there there's a lot of talent and there's a lot of personality too and i really appreciate that when developers really you know put that in their games so definitely a very solid pickup for uh, sony to say the least um But yeah, guys, on that point, the show will now be coming to an end. Again, fellas, outstanding stuff from everybody on the panel tonight. Lots of solid points regarding our talks on Mixer, Facebook Gaming, Halo Infinite and The Banished, and of course, so much more going on in the industry. As well, I have to point out all the wonderful people that joined us tonight in the chat. Folks like Samars, Nine Lives, Lives. Uh, Fastback, hey buddy, from NLG other zinc victor warning shots hey buddy uh congratulations yeah congratulations on winning sonic mania again megatron thank you for providing that what else do we got here pang 911 uh dreadpool hey buddy nice to see you again and again uh, we got uh was it fozzy here htk mr Kima, and lots of great people join us tonight it was a very lively crowd Um, Of course, guys, do not forget to uh, subscribe to the channel to keep up to date on future shows. As well, smash that like button and share this episode out to get the word out about more TXR. Uh, We'll move on to the outro. Yeah, Yeah, buddy. Got that right. Let's move on to some of the outros. And hey, Tim, fantastic show tonight, brother. Where can everybody follow you at?
2: They can follow me on Twitter, xcloudtimdog. They can also follow me. um, I do a podcast, RDX, which is Tuesday night, 8 p.m., with uh, Dealer and the crew, so you can also hear me there. And uh, you also can find me on Xbox Live. My um, uh, Xbox gamer tag is xcloudtimdog, as, as you see it on the screen right now. So send me a friend request. And uh, I do play with people and stuff like that. Just uh, obviously be, you know, cool. uh, Send a a request and also just put in the comment where you heard uh, you, you know me or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, definitely follow that guy. And RDX is a fantastic show. We gotta get dealer and uh, some of the other guys on here at some point. Uh, come
2: on, we gotta get shady too. I know that he we, we said we shady. Yeah. shady wants to come on.
0: Well, I uh, tried uh, getting him on last week, but he was a little busy. Uh, but we will yeah. get him on. We will get him on. Uh, I yeah. promise that. We, will. Um, we
2: gotta get the dealer guys. But thanks, guys, and uh, Jeremy smells. <laughs> hey hey! we can get Wait him on tim.
3: next week with megatron and tim miss again <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh my gosh he holds back no punches my, my, no yeah. my good
0: friend jeremy there well he That's is known it. as uh downer for a reason right yeah i hear you <laughs> all right let's get to some more outros uh shock buddy great insights tonight uh where can everybody follow you
4: yeah, you can find me at Shock Nero on Twitter,
0: easy Shock on Xbox Live. But yeah,
4: thanks for a pretty great show tonight. Thanks for stopping
0: by. Of course. Uh Megatron, good stuff as usual. Uh, where can everybody follow you at? As always, man, this was a fun show. Uh you hit me up on uh
1: Twitter, Megatron underscore one nine seven five. And uh, I would say Mixer, but Mixer is no more. So I'm going to set that up. Uh, My new stream is probably going to be on Twitch and then to see what Facebook is going to have to offer eventually when that's done. Um, Yeah, it was fun. And also, One Away Dragons TV wants to come on the show. That's going to be a fun show, too. Uh, We got to get him Um. on, too, as well. Um, One of the members from GRG. And congratulations Mm. to you on hitting your 1,000 subs there we're trying to get that too um but yeah man it was this was a great show and i love doing this with you guys and thanks for everybody uh stopping by and uh talking it up in the chat so
0: yeah <clears throat> mm-hmm, absolutely, yeah. No, we will work on that. Uh, tried, uh, you know, we will try. Uh, obviously, there's, you know, different schedules that always conflict, but we will, definitely will, uh, you know, try to get the GRG crew on at some point. Uh, Centurion, buddy, loved your commentary tonight. Where can everybody follow you and find your content?
5: Uh, you can find me on Twitter, YouTube, and Xbox Live at Centurion1307. I also do the shop podcast every Saturday night at 6 p.m. Arizona time. And I'm also here right with you guys on the TXR podcast every Sunday night.
3: Hey, you Damn. need to you need to speak up more too, man. I mean, people don't want to hear me, they'll rather hear you you, so please.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Uh, tell us how you really feel jeremy mm-hmm. i just said i threw some shade my way oh my gosh a little man. shady all right speaking of which jeremy jeremiah solid show Wait, tonight bud
3: i'm gonna go a different route you can find me on parlor ramirez jeremy zero seven and that's what it is oh,
5: what the hell is that
3: it's uh Parler. well is I feel
5: it like, it, like, I'm not going to get, like, like Ma- harassed. Massage parlor. I'm not, uh, like the, <laughs> I I'm to be like, we're, like this sounds like someplace you're going to get touched. Like, what the hell?
0: Well, no, technically, it's actually called Parlay. Parlay. Parlay, because it's for talking, it's for speaking. Kind of, it's like Twitter, oh. basically. Hmm. So, yeah, there's been a lot of news. Actually, I have an account on there, too, Jeremy, so... Uh, you know, sh- shoot me a follow. Uh, there's also uh, quite a few other people I know that are in the chat. They're on uh, Parlay as well. But, All right, my friend. But, uh, yeah. Oh, and on that note, of course, I'm Invader. And of course, you can follow me on my YouTube channel, Invader Gaming. And I'm also pretty active on Twitter at Invader underscore 1986 and Parlay at Invader. So, pretty simple there. Guys, we look forward to seeing everyone here next week. Take it easy, fellas, and have a very good night.
6: Later.